0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show!
1: What's up, birthday boy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I'm fired up today! Good. I'm drinking seltzer water. Because of my birthday?
1: Yes, I'm celebrating your birthday for you. Well,
0: you better put some wine in that seltzer water.
1: Nope, I'm dry tonight. Just
0: seltzer. Just a big old dry hump fest tonight.
1: Mmm, tickle, tickle. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) How are you celebrating your birthday? Oh,
0: I had a big birthday weekend with the wife. Do tell. It was quite nice. It was
1: quite nice.
0: So... It was just a... It was... Quite low-key, no neighbors, uh, no police were called. Um, (laughs) Quite low-key, it was nice. No police. I know, can you believe it?
1: That doesn't sound fun.
0: Oh, no, it was. And uh, Sunday did the football thing, and the wife, of course, did not want to watch football. So she finally gave season one of Stranger Things a go, and watched the entire season. Really?
1: Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. So I guess she liked it. I guess she liked it. I'm very surprised. I didn't think she'd like it.
0: Yeah, I told her... Well, even going in, I always thought, like, it was sort of positioned as, like, a horror suspense series. Sure. And then after three episodes, and I think I even wrote to you back in the day, like, this is more sci-fi suspense than horror. Yeah. And, uh... As soon as I explained that to her, because I didn't want her to watch it with me initially, cause like, what if it just turns into this really violent horror thing? So I watched it and I was like, You gotta watch this, you gotta watch this. <laughs> and I think because of season two, all the hype, uh, she finally was like, I now what's it about? I really got like all of a sudden she's asking questions. Mm-hmm. But she got really hooked into it, and she's like, "Wow, I can't believe how young those kids are, and they're all really good actors, including you know the young ones, the core ones." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, like believe the hype. Come on, get on it." Mm. And she was all over it to the point that I got hushed a couple times. No
1: kidding. Oh yeah. No No kidding. kidding. Did you did did you watch the whole thing?
0: You know, I told because she's like, "Why don't we watch it together?" And I'm like, nope, I have no interest watching it Mm -hmm. for a second time. And before the game started, all of a sudden I got sort of hooked into like episode one and episode two again. (laughs) (laughs) And I kept looking over at her tablet like, I wonder where she's at. Oh, yeah, that's a good part.
1: Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I watched season two of Stranger Things. Ooh. Or Stranger Things 2 as they say.
0: Well, I don't want anything spoiled.
1: I'm not gonna I'm not gonna
0: spoil it at all. People that I've that I trust their opinion on, they either rave about it or like eh, more of the same.
1: Yes. Okay. To both. Okay. To both. But uh it's nice. They uh they age the kids a little bit. Uh-huh. uh hmm uh-huh. I mean, of course, it's been like, what, a year, two years since they recorded the first season. Yeah. But uh, there's some interesting stuff. There's a couple things that I wish they hadn't done. I know I was talking to, uh, to Aaron about it, and he agreed. Um, I think Daryl agreed, too. He, he mentioned it as well. But oh. uh, aside from like one episode that maybe just shouldn't have been in the season, it was, uh, it was quite enjoyable.
0: Did you watch that uh, Netflix original? What is it? Building Stranger Things two?
1: No, I don't care about that stuff, dude. Like, I oh. y- when I was watching uh, Walking Dead, I never mm-hmm. cared for the whatever they call it after Walking Dead, whatever, the, whatever the hell, the Chris Hartnick or Hartwick, whatever.
0: Talking Dead.
1: Talking Dead. That's the one. Didn't care for that too much. Um, there's okay. there's one for uh, Mr. Robot two. It's called, oh. I don't know, but uh, it started out as kind of, sort of a fan cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, in the next episode of of uh, Mister Robot, they're going to have this show afterwards. Oh, uh, nice! Because they're going to have the creator on, and it's I mean, it's not like it's a tiny podcast. It's made by the Verge guys.
0: Oh okay, gotcha. Yeah,
1: so it's uh, Neil Patel and whoever else I don't know. Mm Um, I I just don't care, dude. Like I don't. I like listening to podcasts, right? But like, usually when it's about a show that I really like, like I don't, I don't want to hear about the creator and like what they wanted to do with this and that. Like I just want to enjoy the show for what I felt was good about it or bad about it.
0: See, I'm almost at the other end. I like seeing how the, the T-shirt's made. Mm. And I like seeing it. Listening to it, not that much. I like critique. I like to listening to critiques. Hmm.
2: Um,
0: but I, I do, when I watch the little preview of that, I and I'm sorry, I don't remember what it's called, but I think it's Building Stranger Things 2 or something like that. Um it's on Netflix. Yeah, beyond beyond Stranger, beyond, beyond Stranger
1: Things. It's beyond Stranger. Beyond Stranger Things. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's just one episode or whatever it is. I don't know how many there are. I never I didn't even investigate. Sure. But just by the preview alone, it looked like a lot of uh round table discussions and then people that aren't the creators or stars talking and I, I don't mind listening to Craters or Stars talking. That's sort of interesting to watch them interact. Mm-hmm. And as you well know, like, I like, and I've complained teen times, like, I want commentary tracks on digital downloads. I want making of, like, all the extras that you find in DVDs and Blu rays. Mm-hmm. I want them digitally. Right. And not going onto YouTube and seeing somebody point a camera at the screen. Like, <laughs> I, I want to see them
1: in good quality. Mm mm mm. Um, so we're,
0: we're at opposite ends of that uh, spectrum, I'm thinking.
1: I'm looking at it now. It, yeah, it, it's... Uh, let's see, it's seven episodes. Oh, jeez. The Beyond Stranger Things. And it looks like oh. they pretty much go... Let's see. Yeah, it looks like uh, the the epi- it's the same episode titles. So they must oh. be doing a one-to-one kind of. Uh, Except there's eight episodes and there's only seven of these. I thought there was twelve episodes. Is it twelve? I don't know. Stranger Things two, I thought. I watched it in like a couple of nights. Oh, look at you, braggart. Well, you know. I know you're the man. Sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Let's see. No, yeah, nine episodes for Stranger Things. Oh, okay, good. I might be able to
0: pump that out next weekend, then.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. There's some good stuff, man. A lot of uh, of 80s references. A lot of 80s references. Let me tell you, there's some hipsters on freaking Twitter whining about the 80s references. Shut your damn mouth.
0: Are the hipsters uh, our age demographic, or are they not even born in the 80s? Both. Yeah, and I don't even want
1: to hear from them. (laughs) Oh man, but uh yeah, good stuff. I enjoyed it. Okay.
0: Trust me, I wish the 80s weren't retro, but at this point, you know, 35 years ago that's sort of
1: retro. Dude, the 80s are cool again.
0: Yeah, and soon the 90s will be, and who knows when the 2000 if the 2000s ever will be. I
1: mean, if we ever make it that far. Yeah. We might not. But I
0: I got to say tomorrow going on the old fandango. Oh yeah to see what for my my justice or not justice league for my what came out this weekend thor ragnarok thor ragnarok tickets
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: that will be in my eyeballs next friday
1: nice Mm -hmm. nice i uh Mm -hmm. i'm thinking about going to a matinee nice when maybe tomorrow morning Oh, lucky you. Are you off tomorrow? No.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> but I think I'm going to uh, just go in late. Nice. I'm I like that it. even more. I'm considering Yeah, it. I um, like that even more. That's also been kind of a mixed bag from, uh, from people. I haven't read official no. reviews because I don't care, but. Same here uh, from from our our friends' circle, mm-hmm. um, and then beyond. I've heard yeah. uh, kind of conflicting things.
0: That's okay. I I know I know just from the trailer alone, it's got to be better than the first two Thors. Mm, yes, come on! Even just the two-minute trailers, like there's enough in those two-minute trailers to be like,
1: "Yep, that was better than the first two sign me up. Wait, okay, so did you not like the first two?
0: They were okay. They were just really weighted down. Mm. And trust me, I when I heard Kenneth Branagh doing Thor, I was all over like bring Shakespeare to Thor, yes! Old timey language! <laughs> and it just went nowhere. It just...
1: Oof. Alright, on, on the MCU movie scale... Where uh-huh. would you, where would you place Thor? Let's just do collectively Thor. So 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 count like multiple movies as one. Oh,
0: I don't like that.
1: You don't like that? Okay, fine.
0: No, because that would be counting multiple Hulk movies as one too.
1: Well, I mean, Hulk wasn't MCU. Uh, I I'm going by MCU characters. So you're counting I can't Fantastic separate. Four. I'm
0: counting Fantastic Four. I'm counting Spider-Man. X-Men? I'm counting X-Men, absolutely.
1: Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I,
0: I don't look at, I don't care who distributes.
1: Alright, alright. So, okay, where where are you putting Thor on this scale? Because now, that's, um, that's a lot of movies. That's not 26 movies. That's more like 40, probably. Yeah. 50, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Okay, go on. Would you place it in I, your top 25 top
2: 25
0: oh i wish i had a list of all of the (laughs) marvel films because i know i'm gonna screw that pooch a little um no i don't think i would
1: wait wait, wait, and and let's 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 be more specific Are, are we also counting older Films like the like
0: Rod like Roger Corman, Fantastic Four, Roger
1: Corman, or like uh, oh god, what else was it? Like the the David Hasselhoff uh,
0: Punisher, Nick no. Fury. No, I am starting this. I will I will put the end to it. I will make all these decisions right now for our impromptu list. Mm-hmm. It starts with it starts with s- no. Iron Man. Iron Man came first, and then Spider Man came. Correct.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It depends how you look at it. Because I would I... say that it started with Blade.
0: Oh, okay. I'll include Blade because then that cuts off David Hasselhoff.
1: Yeah. So if, if, you, if I, you if you if you start,
0: I, I can't I can't include Roger Corman. I can't include the Spider Man live action thing that was terrible. Um, even though I loved them, they had they had their purpose. They have their place. Uh, trust me, I never thought I would ever see Spider Man or Iron Man on the on the silver screen, much less as nice as they were, as beautiful as they were. After seeing David Hasselhoff Punisher,
1: no, David Hasselhoff was Nick Fury, dude. Dolph For, Lundgren yeah. was was uh, Punisher. Correct, correct. Yeah, all right, I, all right. So here we go.
0: I don't want to include those.
1: I, I've got a list up. Okay. If we start with Blade, mm-hmm. this is what gets cut out. There's a, a, a Captain America serial from 1944. Never seen it, so whatever. Mm-mm. Howard the Duck from 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I, I've never been a Howard fan, and I thought the movie was terrible, even when it came out in '86.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: we've got the uh, Dolph Lundgren Punisher in 89 uh, let's see there's a Captain America from 1990 oh my god I've seen this <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> um, okay Captain America from 1990 there's the unreleased Fantastic Four the Roger Corbin. and then Blade in 1998 because you know blade, blade is the granddaddy of comic book movies
0: yeah that that's sort of I would say that's the start of modern comic book movies.
1: All right, we'll start there. Do you need me to go through this list?
0: Yeah, if you have it handy, I'd like to hear this
1: All right, here we go i'm going to go I'm not going to give the year that it came out, but I'll go in chronological order, sure, from earliest to latest, okay, all right, we got blade. X-Men, Blade 2, Spider-Man, Daredevil, X2, Hulk, Punisher, that's the, uh, whatever that guy's name is. Spider-Man 2, Blade... Thomas Chain. P- there you go. Blade 3, mm-hmm. Elektra, Fantastic Four, X-Men Last Stand, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man 3, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Punisher, Warzone... What? I need to research this. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine, Iron Man 2, Thor, X-Men First Class, Cap First Avenger, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, Avengers, Amazing Spider-Man, Iron Man 3, The Wolverine, Thor Dark World, Cap Winter Soldier, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Days of Future Past, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Fantastic Four, Deadpool, Cap Civil War, X-Men Apocalypse, Doctor Strange, Logan, Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming Thor, Ragnarok Wowzers
0: Yeah then just hearing that list rattled off I don't think I can put Thor 1 or 2 in my top 25
1: (laughs) Okay, but I mean it's definitely higher than Ghost Rider Yes, for sure Would you put Ghost Rider towards the bottom? I would put Ghost Rider towards the bottom
0: I would put that towards the bottom, even for campy fun. I would put that towards the bottom. Agreed. Uh, I never thought I never thought comic book movies would go where they are now. If you're just basing it on Nicolas Cage.
1: mm Hmm. Yeah. What about? I mean, I would put Fantastic Four towards the bottom. Yes. But, and this is controversial, oh. but I am on record on Twitter on this. I did enjoy the one that came out like two years ago. So did I. Where, uh, where Doom was a blogger. I would Emo still, Doom.
0: Emo Doom was great. I would still put that above a lot of the ones that we could list off towards the bottom. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, beyond that, I mean, I would say X-Men Origins Wolverine would be at the bottom. Uh,
0: yes. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Yes, Yes. that's the one with Will I Am and Terrible Deadpool.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's not even as good as the X-Men Origins Wolverine video game. It's pretty sad when a video game is better than the actual movie. Yes.
1: And I would probably also put... Ooh. I would... I don't know, I think Electro would be kind of... Higher than those for me, but it wasn't good, so it stays towards the bottom.
0: Oh, it stays towards the bottom, yeah, for me yeah uh, i was I'm one of the few that actually in, could release myself of what I expect from a comic book movie, mm-hmm. going in and seeing uh Ben Affleck Daredevil i didn't mind that
1: I thought that was, was that good. a
0: great was that a great film? No, no would it inspire me to get the extra minutes that are on, you know, the extras on the DVD?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, that wouldn't even elicit that <laughs> in hopes that, Oh, somewhere in that raw footage, there's, there's the movie that I've always hoped for. No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that one would, that one would still go bah below Thor one, Thor two.
1: Okay. I would put Hulk, the Hulk movies up next. And I would have Incredible Hulk above Hulk. Incredible is the one with Ed Norton.
0: Okay, so that's the second one. Yes. Yeah, I would put Incredible Hulk above. I would. I would even put that above uh, Thor two.
1: Wow. Really? Yeah. I really I, like I lo- the Dark World, though.
0: I really liked the Brazil South American.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Hulk. Yeah. Well, see, I'm a, I'm a I'm a big Ed Norton fan.
0: Same here. I, I thought he did Ed a really Norton. good job.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I thought the Ang Lee Hulk was it. It went places, and I really appreciated it for that. And I think that was all Ang Lee. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like money was pulled off of the table when it came to trying to do special effects.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, they just didn't – it's hard to put – it's almost the Superman problem. It's hard to find a villain large enough to be Hulk's equal, and I think that's sort of where it stumbles. But let's not forget, wasn't it Hulk 2 that had – was it Black Widow in it?
1: I don't remember that. Or am I
0: wrong? No, I'm th- no, I'm completely wrong. No, I'm no, thinking... Black
1: Widow was in Ultron.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm thinking of Ultron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: because they had that nice scene on that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, you know, I kind of wish. I don't. I, what is it about the Hulk movies that they don't do well? I don't um, get
0: that. I don't think they put money into special effects. Yeah, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. didn't didn't the, it, the the I think the it took Avengers didn't the Hulk TV show do really well I mean there were no special effects there
0: yeah but you hardly ever got too much Hulk usually it's a a low camera angle from the ground and all you saw was Lou Frigdo's foot and torn up pants and then he jumps away
1: with with a sound effect the best theme song of any TV show ever Mm -hmm. sad Hulk music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where's my bell Mm-hmm. Love sad Hulk music. Okay, 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 okay. So, so you're putting, wow. So you like Thor one better than Thor two?
0: Yeah, it set it set the world up really nicely. I I just wish, uh... what's her name, wasn't in it. Natalie Portman. Oh yeah. She she's just miscast, and she certainly did not seem like she ever wanted to be in that film.
1: Um, I think she did an interview and said that she never wanted to be in that film.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally makes sense. I'm pretty that, sure that that's was a, a thing. That's a person who never read the comic book. Not that, that that that's a necessity, sure, but obviously could care less about any history or anything to do with that character.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised too because she usually likes to do uh, serious movies that have something to say about society or you know something deep. Yeah, I mean everybody needs a paycheck here and there. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh dude, she's got that new movie coming out. Oh my god, I can't wait to see that. Hmm. Oh god. I'm gonna find it. I'm I'll look it up while we're talking. Is um, it the
0: professional two?
1: No, no. I watched the trailer and it reminds me a lot of uh my favorite movie of twenty uh six or sixteen, The Arrival or Arrival, oh. sorry. Hmm. Uh yeah. It uh, and it's also based on a weird novel uh, let's see here Natalie Portman oh she grew her hair back great Natalie Portman <laughs> god I forgot she was in the Annihilation that's what it is oh okay it comes out I think early next year it's <clears throat> oh, gonna be so good <clears throat> can't wait you should watch that trailer I, should I will watch that trailer. <clears throat> mm. All right, all right, all right. So let's do uh let's how about this? Let's do Obviously we're not including Thor Ragnarok cuz we haven't no. seen it. Yeah, but we can't. Let's do where would you place these Marvel movies? Top 5. Give me a top 5.
0: Out of the list that you read? Yes. Oh, Chimney Christmas. Um only top five, so I'm immediately going to be screwing some movies.
1: Yes. Huh. Alright, so I'll 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 make it easy. I'll go first. Oh I, I okay. would put I would put Winter Soldier at number one. Okay. Then I would put uh X Men Days of Future Past at mm-hmm. number two. Mm-hmm. I would put Um Let's see. Logan at number three. Ooh. I would put Blade at number four. Not Blade 2. Mm, that's tough. Yeah. Definitely not Blade 3. No, no. Blade 2 was really good, though. Mm-hmm. Dang it, Nick. Now, I'm going to stick Blade, to my guns.
2: Blade?
0: Blade 1 had a little a couple slow points where they let it breathe a little.
1: Hang on, let me think about this. Blade 2 Oh yeah, Blade 2 had that guy, the villain was really good. Yeah. Oh shit, you're right. Okay, Blade 2 is number f- what number am I on? 4. That was 4. 4. Oh god. So what
0: are you going to what are you going to do? What are you going to do a poop on?
1: Number 5. Yes. What are you going to poop on? I'm going to put Iron Man 3 at number 5. No, you are not. Why not? Are
0: you? Okay, hey, that's your list. What's wrong with Iron Man
1: 3? No, nothing. Wait a second. No, no, no. Hang on. Let's backtrack here. What's wrong with Iron Man 3? No, you enjoy that one. Go you know ahead. what? Now I need to look Iron Man 3 up. Because obviously I did something wrong here. Let's, no, let's you see enjoy,
0: here. Hey, you enjoy it. I know you like Rhodey. You enjoy that one.
1: I love me some oh, Shane But that's oh, not even oh. in
0: my top three Shane Black
1: films. Wait, 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 wait. No, but no, no. you enjoy that one. No, no, no. 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 No,
0: I get it. I, I totally no, understand.
1: I, I just changed that, my mind.
0: That goofy Mandarin? Why wouldn't you love? Yeah, that
1: Yeah, no, I just changed my mind because I no. just realized that's the Mandarin one. That's not even the real Mandarin. Iron Man Three, you're going down. You're like number twenty. All right, we'll so go. you'll
0: take. So you love the Mickey Rourke one, the well, Mickey Rourke Whiplash. I did like that. Two?
1: I did like that. That's what I'm going with is number two. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I'm going with number two. Interesting. Um. I want to revise nope not revising good I
0: like you're standing standing strong on it
1: yep yep okay it's tough though I want to put one of the Spidey films up there but I just don't know which one yeah sure you know
0: I mean you took you you took a poop on a lot of films
1: well sure but my list would be weird I mean I would put like Ant-Man above a lot of these movies too wow. I, re- I really liked Ant-Man Interesting. Really like Ant Man. All right, give me your top five.
0: Okay. And this will be an order that I might have to revise while I'm doing it, but let me think it through.
1: Don't doubt yourself. Let, I believe in you.
0: Let me talk. Let me talk it out. Okay. Okay. And. I would love to do No Particular Order because it's not a Sophie's Choice. They're all my favorite children.
1: Come on, stick to your guns, Nick. Make but a yes, decision. I,
0: I will do a top five. All right, good. Okay. And, but I am going to have a couple caveats in here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Number one, and this is just top top ahead, number one, Spider-Man 1. Wow. I as a Spider-Man fan never thought I would ever see what how I envisioned Spider-Man in my head, how I envisioned him on screen. Mm-hmm. I got goose chills, and I still do during some scenes. Goose chills. I actually teared up the first time in the theater mm-hmm. during parts because uh, that's my favorite character, always will be, and. But I will. See, here's a caveat. I have to say,
1: the latest Spider-Man is actually better. So, Nick, I don't know if you but know I this, ha- but, but I, 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 I haven't I ha- seen it.
0: Oh, shame on you! But <laughs> I, I have to go with the one that got me there. Mm-hmm. That Toby Maguire sure there are tons of flaws buddy i can drive a tractor through some of these flaws Mm -hmm. but the relationship there were so many points to it that's just like i remember reading that it might not be exactly how i read it but holy christ i can't believe they're doing that (laughs) it was just really really well done Mm -hmm. um
1: yeah, and uh, what's say. his name? James Franco was really good in that too. Yeah. Oh, even, come on, dude!
0: Even the goblin was not like I. I like Willem Dafoe, but I could I have chosen a better goblin costume for him? Absolutely, sure. But you're also paying a lot of money to have Tobey Maguire and Willem Dafoe. So, gosh darn it! As a Marvel executive, you got to see their faces, like. <laughs> As a comic book fan, that's the last thing I want to see. But I I do get it. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm, Yes. mm
0: -hmm. Um, Number two is Winter Soldier. I don't have to explain that. That is a near perfect film. Correct.
1: Correct answer.
0: Uh, Number three, the first Avengers film. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I think there's going to be better Avengers films out there? Yes. Sure. Did I miss not having a real villain in the first Avengers film? Yes. Mm-hmm. But going to see that with my wife and seeing like how much joy and pleasure and the uh, the level of comedy in it, and that that movie should have been a complete cluster f.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So if Joss Whedon wasn't directing that there's no way that would have turned out the way it did. Sure. It's, and I just had such great fun in that film. I had, like I said, goosebumps. Um, are there better films out there that should be in the top five for sure, but just getting emotional responses out of me, that's half the reason I go see films. Mm -hmm. Um, then I would say days of future past. Mm hmm. That's such a great,
1: fun film. Plus it has Blink, the greatest mutant ever. Well, second <laughs> second greatest. I've heard that from somebody. Yes. I don't know who. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> and the
0: fifth one was Logan. Because uh, that actually is a film.
2: That is, yes, exactly. That had
0: so much emotional weight to it and it opened up doors to that cinematic universe that I'm sure people will never ever try to go through.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But it showed a future where they could easily branch off and head down that road and it would be so different than some of the crap that people seem to want to see on screen
1: that's why i'm really excited for the new mutants dude i think we talked Mm -hmm. about it last time we chatted or maybe a couple episodes ago um but that's why i'm really excited because what logan did for superhero movies hasn't really been done with anything else you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like the quote-unquote canon mcu stuff is going a little more Guardians of the Galaxy, it seems, mm-hmm. right? Um, like big bombastics, like fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Fox stuff seems to be going darker and more introspective.
0: Yeah, they're trying not to follow that template, which is smart, I think.
1: Yes. So that's why I'm excited for New Mutants, and apparently there's some other ones. Like they're doing the Dark Phoenix saga. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought they were doing a third one, but I can't, I don't know what it was. I don't know if they've announced that even.
0: I mean, the last time I saw Age of Ultron, I could not believe what
1: I was watching. Oh, well, Age of Ultron was garbage. It was,
0: I I was wondering where my superhero group went Mm -hmm. because it felt like such a Transformers
2: movie. Mm -hmm. So
0: much chaos on screen. My eyes couldn't follow it. And yet, I'm a fan of all these characters. I only, I love Ultron. Like, this movie was made for me. Mm -hmm. And even my wife walked out of there and she was just like, well, remember when they were joking around during this scene? That that was good. Like, she was searching for something positive to say. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it just, it was too busy. It it almost took, it almost went to a message board and heard everyone saying, I want more action. I want more action. And it was like, here, we served it to you. There you go. Enjoy that. Yeah. Without any any emotional, like, scenes added to it. And I think they, I think they corrected it, but it also had to do with the director uh, from Civil War. Right. I think they right. auto I think they tried to gauge that back a little bit. But and and I give all the credit to the director for sure.
2: Mhm.
0: But also it's tough because you're by Civil War, you're adding in so many other characters on top of trying to tell a Captain America story. Sure. And for them to sort of pull that off is pretty impressive and to introduce all those other new characters that that's a large thing to juggle mm-hmm. I just don't know like for me Civil War I just don't really need to watch that again
1: yeah Civil War was it was fine I mean I enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of it um, it wasn't it was far from perfect uh, it's all, not in my
0: top 5 or 10
1: that's no, for sure no it's definitely above Age of Ultron, though.
0: Oh, for sure. Leaves
1: and bales. <laughs> I mean, like there were cool things about Ultron, right? So we—that's what we got. Uh, we got Vision out of that, and mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver. Which, Rest both... in peace.
0: Hey, both were better in Civil War.
1: Yes, absolutely. Although I, st- I still don't like the way that they're treating Scarlet Witch. That's a tough character it is tough but think about how powerful scarlet witch is yeah right and she's just a little punk yeah she's a little punk she's uh she plays like the typical like uh maiden in distress role
0: yeah and i never saw her that way never in the comic books i never saw her that way.
1: no absolutely not
0: That's why when she whispers no no more mutants, it was like, uh Mm uh-oh. Like, you knew something was going to go. Like,
1: yeah. Well, and I wonder if they threw her in there to keep her out of Fox. Yeah, without a doubt. Because Fox could have done some... Especially now that they're going darker, Fox could have done some crazy shit with Scarlet Witch.
0: And to be honest with you, I would love to see her in New Mutants. Even though, you know, that never happened Mm -hmm. i (laughs) yes put that character like you want some growth in that character that would be a really fun unique universe for her to be in
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. i like that both of our
0: lists did include universal films of course Uh, and mine was (laughs) almost all universal films Even though everyone poops on universal films, I I would disagree.
1: Yep. Listen,
0: without without Jon Favreau doing Iron Man, I don't know if we would be where we are.
1: You're right. You're right. Like let's
0: let's not let's not kid ourselves where Iron Man was in the comic book compared to when that movie hit. You if you're not giving all of the credit to Robert Downey Jr. and then John Favreau, you you weren't you are not a historian when it comes to spot uh, when it comes to Iron Man
2: because
0: mm-hmm. that was that was a D list character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, barely even noticeable on like Avengers. Sadly.
1: Oh man, I would like for them to bring uh, Blade back. I think that'd be awesome. Uh,
0: agreed i would love
1: to see him if he isn't
0: made for a netflix series i don't know what is well you know you know wessex dice would be all over that i don't even mind if he
1: becomes the chris Christofferson character yeah and they go good. with
0: somebody younger i could care less well
1: like, in in the comics don't they have didn't they have a girl most recently yeah. like a young girl i don't know i'm pretty sure that's the case i could be imagining things but i thought they had a girl blade now and he was kind of just in the background
0: where would you put ant-man because i know you're you love you love you some ant-man where would you put that in in ranking like above what below what
1: um i don't know man top 10 yeah yeah
0: would you put it above guardians of the galaxy one and two yes Would you put it above the Spider-Man?
1: No. Wait, which Spider-Man?
0: I was just about to say, would you put... Because you haven't seen the the latest one. Would you put it above Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2?
1: Um...
0: I know where I would be placing it. I would be placing it... Let me give you mine. I would be placing it below the latest Spider-Man, Spider-Man one, Spider-Man two
2: mm-hmm.
0: above Spider-Man three and then above amazing Spider-Man two amazing Spider-Man would still be above Ant-Man because people poo poo on that uh, amazing Spider-Man relaunch. And I like the first Yeah. One.
1: I don't know why. I, yeah. I like both I, of them.
0: I think he was a great choice. I mean, he knew the character and you could tell he really loved the character.
1: Yeah, but people didn't like the guy. Um, Yeah, for whatever reason. And see, there's something, dude, let me tell you. I have a couple lady crushes. Emma Stone is one of my lady crushes. Yeah, you bet. And I I think she did a pretty good Gwen Stacy. Not perfect, Mm -hmm. but she was good. I do love me some Emma Stone, though. God.
0: I would love to Ever since Super Superbad. I would love to see her in uh the Gwen Stacy Spider Girl or Spider Woman
1: or whatever that character is. Mm. You know what? I would have liked to see Emma Stone be Scarlet Witch. Ooh, that's interesting. I think that would have fit better for me.
0: Actually, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna trump you on that because I think uh, Scarlet Johansson has a lot more black widow. Yeah. In her form. But Emma Stone? Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Absolutely. She'd be a fun Scarlet Witch.
1: Absolutely. Damn it, Emma Stone.
0: Now, would you put Ant-Man above Doctor Strange? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, Doctor Ab- Strange above, was not a good movie.
0: Above Avengers 2?
1: Yes. Wait, which one was Avengers Two? Wasn't that? I don't know. You have the list. That son. was that was Age of Ultron, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. I would put a turd sandwich above Age of Ultron. The oh. whole. Matter of fact, I would put the uh, the Fantastic Four reboot above Age of Ultron.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, I think I would too. I sorta of dug the story. Dude, that movie was really good. Fuck the haters. Yeah. Yeah, and it it had a lot of money behind it.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess it did, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, the effects looked really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. The first half of the movie was really good. Mhm. The second half had a lot of issues. Mhm. But uh it was still enjoyable.
0: You can certainly tell when somebody came in and what did they do? They took the footage and like edited it, supposedly.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the pacing sort of got off. Something like that. Did um, have we talked about the Black Panther trailer? No, never have. Have you seen it?
0: Can I rate the Black Panther trailer and put that ahead of stuff?
1: Oh <laughs> snap!
0: Because it looks so fantastic.
1: It looks so good, man. Yeah, it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Not you, Alexa.
0: Go away. <laughs> uh, She's yeah. like, I'll order that for you.
1: I think, uh, judging by the trailer, it could end up top ten for me. No. Yeah, maybe even top five, but uh, definitely top ten.
0: Well, even his eight minutes in Civil War was pretty special.
1: Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And the thing is, like, I just love the look of Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that trailer looks freaking awesome.
0: I think his I think his look, even though I usually like things to stay the way they are, I, I like it to be like the comic, essentially. Mm. But mm. his, the additions to, like, the color highlights on that costume yeah. is really smart. You yeah. can't just go with an all-black costume. That's pretty unrealistic. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Are you listening, X-Men? Come on. Get on that.
1: Yeah, that was kind of a waste, wasn't it, in X-Men? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I did want to tell you... I, I'm on Sideshow Collectible, uh, subscription list. Mm-hmm. So I get, so I get their emails
1: here and there. Sure.
0: Have you seen, the, they just solicited for a Punisher, like full body, you know, statue. Really? And it looks just kick ass. And thank God, and I granted, I think the Netflix show—you couldn't have found a better actor for Punisher. He just has a almost perfect Frank Castle look.
1: Is that is that what it's based on?
0: No, this is what I was going to say. It is not. It does not look like the Netflix show, which I like it even more for that. Uh Um, It's the classic, you know, Punisher Frank Castle. I do love
1: the classic. Yes.
0: But if you, I think if you pre order and you're like with like 1500 people or whatever, uh, it comes with a secondary head Hmm. that you can put in. And the secondary head is from the 80s with the mullet and the headband. Get out of here. Yeah. And it even has like the headband like the, the bits behind where his bullet is it's sort of like flapping in the wind <laughs> and dude if i had and it's multiple hundred dollars oh, i'm sure if i had the money it's like when i close my eyes that's the frank castle i picture both of them
2: it's like <laughs> dang
0: it it's like a, the the most perfect pose uh, so it's just like awesome. oh, yeah, but I just love the mullet with the the band the bandana.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So dumb. <laughs> I uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I actually pre-ordered uh, the Justice League Batman. Uh, it's a, I don't think it's a statue from uh, from sideshow. What is it? Is um, it a figure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me no, it's a figure. Let me see if I can find it. Hang on.
0: Yeah. Do,
1: do, do. I got to go to my email.
0: Find it, man.
1: Um.
0: So, so you obviously get those emails too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have Did you see the one? And I always tell my wife because, you know, every once in a while she'll be like, I'm going to buy him something. Mm-hmm. So I have pounded it into her head. What I do not want out of any... Bust figure. I don't care how cheap it is, how expensive it is. I do not want something based on a television or movie property. Mm-hmm. I do not want that. Like, do not even think to get me that. Well, all of a sudden, here comes Thor Ragnarok, um, the Hulk in his battle armor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mother effer. Because that <laughs> is the Hulk I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like Well uh, like It It definitely looks like the the movie For sure mm-hmm. But also it's like will I ever get a planet Hulk like this? <laughs> Probably not It's like darn it <laughs> Damn you Sideshow uh,
1: I just put the uh, the Link in uh, In the discord chat Ooh. Well in, in our private chat not in the group Oh chat. I
0: did see this one buddy yeah, the armored Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not cheap.
1: It, it is nice, cheap.
0: but it's based on. Isn't it based on Ben Affleck? Of course. So you don't mind that, huh? Oh, I love Batfleck. Are you serious? No, no, no. I love Batfleck too. I'm just surprised you don't mind having stuff that aren't based around comics.
1: No, dude, I don't care.
2: All right, if it's Let's an see, awesome
1: Batman can- figure, count me in i'm a little bit more picky really but this is a sweet one dude yeah it's nice man
0: it's real nice you're gonna have to take a picture of this once you
1: oh yeah
0: set it up i gotta see that thing in action mm-hmm. did the eyes light up it looks like the eyes light up
1: um i don't think so i think it's just okay. the way that the uh the mask is done because now with leds you know they can fit
0: small little battery packs anywhere
1: oh hell yeah Oh, so cool! Uh, oh, you know what? You're right. Armored head with light LED light up right eye.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I would, I would say Siri have those eyes always lit. <laughs> go go go!
1: Oh man, so yeah, I want, uh, I'm definitely getting that. I wanna. Um, you've seen the the Wonder Woman statue, right?
0: Uh, based on Gale. Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
1: I would love, but there's no way I'm spending $500 on a statue.
0: Yeah, I think the Frank Castle
1: was 375 Yeah, see, that's a little more manageable for a statue.
0: It's more manageable, but dude, okay, can I... This is sort of a transition, but not really, because it's just it's one statement. I don't need to talk about it. Sure. But 375 Dude, I could be buying Nintendo Switch for three seventy five.
1: Ah, uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no,
0: I know exactly what you're saying. And I went just yesterday. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but uh, it's birthday weekend right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I saw your tweet about this. Continue.
0: So I went. Uh, Target was having a buy two get buy two video games get one free.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So since my birthday is always around the fall releases for video games, it is a per, it's Kismet. So I knew three video games that I wanted and I went up to target and I found all three, uh, brought them home, didn't open them up, uh, decided once my wife went to bed, decided I'm going to go on to giant bomb Hmm. and watch a quick look for the new call of duty. Hmm. Cause I always love like World War II Call of Duties. Those, they're, they're just a little bit slower. I like the, the retro guns and I I just like the scenario. Sure. And Giant Bomb talks about it for like an hour and 15 minutes and breaks down like multiplayer, breaks down single player. And I came away with it thanking the Lord that I never opened up the video game because they're on the door, they're hanging on the door right now
2: Mm -hmm.
0: ready to go back tomorrow. And it just made me realize like the last two weekends my wife's been dying for, all she wants to do is sit on the couch and read and watch me play a video game. She doesn't (laughs) like violence so that cuts out so many video games. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to replay something. I have no interest in doing that. So, like, tonight, I was just sitting here thinking about it, and it's like, I feel like I'm regressing. Like, after my wife's like, come on, play a platformer, play, you know, a Ratchet & Clank, play, like, something that I used to love watching you play. Mm -hmm. And I just would have to look at her, and I'm like, other than Life is Strange, other than, like, every game that I could name off, there's some level of violence Incorporated into it. So I feel like I'm regressing. Now I'm like, and even my wife was like, well, let me look up on Amazon. Maybe I could just buy us the Switch. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. I'll go to Target. I'll look for a game. And there was just none. Mm. Like, or they were so mediocre, the review. I'm like, I can't spend, I can't justify spending $60. Right. On like, I used to love like um, Banjo and Kazooie. Yes, and the creators came out with a new one called Ukulele. Right, and you look at all of those reviews; they're like five out of ten, six out of ten. Not that a review is end all be all, but when the game is sixty dollars, I don't want it. to I don't want to fall flat on my face with like, "Oh boy, this is just horrible." Right, or it's so like diffi- it's so janky that you can't force your way through a choke point. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I was just I came home with those three games after the quick look and I was just like well I want to play Wolfenstein I want to play the new uh Shadow of Mordor and those two I certainly will buy but like the whole point was to get Call of Duty. Right right. And when I when I walked in the door my wife's like did you get anything that I could watch? And this is after me being gone an hour. Like she didn't drop the like I still sort of want to watch you play something. You know, she wasn't on to the next new thing. And I just looked at her and I'm like, well, unless you like a lot of violence, I'm like, no, all three, that's what sells. So guess what? I had to buy three violent video games. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, oh, okay. (laughs) And I totally get her point. Like, so I feel like I'm regressing. Like in my head, I'm like, why didn't I just buy the Switch? And then I can play Mario in, with her. I can play, you know, um, Zelda and just like whenever she looks up, Oh, okay. I'm playing something that is that violent or it's like cartoony violence. So it's not that big of a deal. And she's, you know, happy as a lark and I'm playing a video game. Sure. So now it's just like, well, do I or don't like the, the hard part is it is the trigger 380 bucks. Right you still have to buy two video games or one video game at least it's like oh god that's $500 right 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 yeah so that in my roundabout way that's why I like 375 for that punisher statue good god i would love it but i could also buy a video game system that whenever the mood strikes my wife i can put in pretty much any nintendo first party games and they're right up her alley, as well as mine. I mean, I, I freaking love platformers. Like that's why when Ukulele was announced, I'm like, I think we were even talking about talking about it like two years ago during our E3 predictions, and that was one of them that I'm like, I'm buying no matter what, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then you read the reviews, and it's like, ugly.
1: Yeah. See, that's why I prefer to do Steam on the PC, dude. Uh huh. Uh, matter of fact, Zoe and I have been playing a game. Ooh, do uh, tell. It's pretty new. It came out in September. It's called The First Tree.
0: First tree.
1: Yeah, it's a it's an indie game. It was, it's it's like eight bucks, ten bucks. Uh huh. Um, and it's a you're a you're a fox, and you just like run around the countryside looking for your cubs. Oh, neat! And it's really fun, and it's uh. The graphics aren't perfect, but for an indie game, they're really uh-huh. good. Uh oh, that's neat. And it's fun. And Zoe likes it because you can just roam around and you see animals and interact with them and you're just roaming through the mountains and grasslands and whatever, finding your baby cubs and other artifacts. It was cool.
0: And it's not like the level of violence not too crazy for.
1: Oh, there's no violence at all.
0: Oh, good. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she uh, she really well, dug good. it, and it, she didn't even want to like do anything. She's just, like, she's just she's just having fun, like riding around as a fox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. But no, I, I see what you're saying. Like um, I don't
0: even remember when Mario Kart, and this is for the GameCube, Mario Kart Double Dash came out, mm-hmm. and during. My wife and I's discussion of... And I mean, she was all on board. Dude, she had Amazon up. She was ready to hit that buy button. It wasn't even like, I have to sell her on this. No, she was totally on board with buying it. And I was the one poo-pooing it. Hmm. But, and she even referenced, she's like, remember when we were playing one of those Mario Kart games and I was riding in the back and, you know, I can't hit, because she has dyslexia, so, like, controls, like, that control system would just, like, mess her up. She just can't figure it out. Sure. Because every everything's backwards. So all the turns and all the, like, you know, the too many, like, joysticks, that type of, too many buttons. Mm-hmm. So she's like, remember when you would drive, and I would be on the back throwing mushrooms and throwing stuff ahead and behind us? And in my head, I was just like, she's referencing a game that was, like, it's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. But yet it's still like in her memory. Like that's a touchstone for her. Just like Ratchet and Clank and Sly Cooper, like those are ones that she always references. And I'm just like, dang, I'm like, that really stuck. And it's, uh, and I used to just be like, ah, I'm over Nintendo. Eh. And then I keep hearing such great things about the Switch. And unlike Steam, I mean, I can't find, like, I have Uno on my PS4. I have a pinball game on my PS4. (laughs) Guess what? She doesn't want to sit there and watch freaking pinball.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. She
0: she wants to watch something entertaining and like color.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. No, I get that. And the thing is, like, I just... We've thought about it, but, like, we've got a Wii that they never use. Right. right? Sure. Um, And then, like, we unplug it, and of course when we unplug it is when they want to play it. (laughs) Um... But like you know, Reagan just like watches YouTube videos all day, or um, plays Minecraft, or uh, what's the other one she do? Right. Pandemic. She loves Pandemic. Sure. Um, and then Zoe just like YouTube videos or Netflix, and then like uh-huh. you know, My Little Pony or whatever on the tablet. You know, so and I I, 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 don't, I don't feel like I need to invest in that. And I mean, the one that would play right. would be me. And like I just I don't want to play Mario and Zelda all the time, you know.
0: Well, and you also don't have 40, 50 hours to invest in a, well, in a Mario.
1: Sure, that's also true. Or a true. Zelda. That's also true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you need bite size. like, life is strange is perfect for you. Mm, like, six, yes. seven hours, you're in, you're out. Yep. But I will say, the one game, the last game that she just fell in love with, and I think I've even preached it here uh, plenty to you, and... But the problem with it is it's a party game, so we'd have to invite over people. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, Jack, Jackbox party pack, hmm. that where you use your smartphones or, well, oh, smart your yeah, yeah. devices and you draw stuff and then it appears on the TV or you like answer questions from your smartphone and then it tabulates it through the TV.
1: Yeah, we play, like, uh, we play I Don't Know Jack a lot on the TV. There you go. Through the phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, they have a game on there. This or that oh hello
0: (laughs) (laughs) but it's still like that is using your smart device in a very cool can't believe people haven't ripped that off yet Mm -hmm. like it would even be perfect in like a bar situation Yeah, like whenever you go into Buffalo Wild Wings it's like that's pretty much Buffalo Wild Wings is doing yep but this, you would actually be competing and you'd actually see, like, oh, I'm part of the winning percentage. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's... I, I love Jackbox, but needless to say, you can't play it one-on-one.
1: Oh, like, no. Well,
0: mm-hmm. Eh. Not as fun.
1: Not as fun. Most of those games don't have AI because they're meant to be played with a group.
0: Yeah, yeah. at least
1: four people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about some comics, Nick. Oh, we haven't haven't talked about some comics in a while.
0: Yeah, I've I've ran into a couple stumbling blocks when it comes to my reading, so I've really stalled out the last week or so.
1: (laughs) What do you mean? You've been doing all these polls.
0: I have been, but that's because I've I've been so desiring getting involved in something different.
1: By the way, did you start Descender Volume 2? No. Okay, good. Because I, I still I got, left of, I gotta say, Descender yeah, go Volume Two is a great title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, Mm-mm. Lazarus is the right choice. I would agree with that. Yeah, but
0: I like doing polls. I know, I know. Um, but no, I'm still trying to get through Howling Commandos of Shield.
1: That's like the weird horror type book, right? It's not horror, <laughs> but like it's got horror elements in it.
0: Yeah, it has Man-Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the dumb, one. The LMD Dum-Dum-Duggan. Yep. I like uh, that Dracula, one. Dracula. Uh, Man-Phibian. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I... Frank Barbary's writing the hell out of it. I, I'm thoroughly entertained with it, but I also needed some mouthwash coming off of uh, Superman Doomed. Ooh. So that's why before doing the poll... That's why I was, I was reading Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll, I'll let everyone else decide what I should read next. And I feel like I've been reading a lot of capes and cowls. Mm-hmm. So that's why the last poll, there was no capes and cowls involved.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, but now I sort of want to read some capes and cowls. Well you know I mean
0: I'm, I'm talking like seventies and eight like epic collections, like I sort of want to read like really retro stuff
1: so I'm glad you said this Yes because I'm going to talk about a couple comics to I tell. think I think two of them will fit that, one more than another okay so uh i'm I'm, I'm staying mostly caught up, so I'm I'm reading through last week's stuff still. Um, but at least I'm not weeks and weeks behind anymore. So the culling has helped. Oh, all right. The culling has helped. Of course, like trades still pile up, but those don't matter. Like I can read those whenever. So, uh, Captain America just relaunched. Well, did it relaunch? Renumbered? It's all new, all different, but it, it doesn't say that. It
0: did. It did the legacy thing.
1: Yes, it did the legacy thing. There you go. It did the legacy thing.
0: Look, I haven't even read a legacy issue, and I look at me—I'm so current.
1: Episode title. <laughs> so, uh, it's written by Mark Wade. Oh yeah. Which has been hit—it has been hit or miss for me in the last couple oh, years. S- listen, listen. Stop. I, I love old Mark Wade stuff.
0: Just because his
1: Avengers being sort of did a little misstep look that sure among other things okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mark wade has not been my favorite the last few years well Um,
0: can i can i ask you a quick question of course what was your last or yeah what was your last favorite mark wade teenage superhero book
1: i don't like any of them
0: you know what the answer is what none because I can't can't really ever remember teenage superheroes (laughs) he is a legacy writer you have him write about like Flash like he he knows the history of Flash you have him write about Flash incorporating in the history Mm -hmm. like Jeff Johns does Mm -hmm. you don't give him a group of young super like I hate to say like if he picked that entire group of young superheroes, when that was first announced, I even told you, I'm like, that is an awesome group. Mm-hmm. There are there is so much dynamics that could be done there and make it into almost like a 90210 vibe with superheroes. I'm like, that sounds so good, mm-hmm. but I just don't. I don't hear in Mark Wade's writing. I don't hear a seventeen year old. You're right. That just doesn't. It doesn't ring. You're right. It just does not ring.
1: And that's that's why he shouldn't be doing champions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I'm, mean, the, I'm the with group you. is really good. Come sure. on, that is a fantastic group.
1: Sure, and it's got Ramos on art, which you know, you know, we both love him to Ramos.
0: Abs Yeah,
1: without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. I just that book doesn't click for me.
0: And he can draw young. Of course. I mean, but, he, but, de-aged, he de-aged a lot of, like, Spider-Man.
1: But Mark Waid can't write young.
0: No, he cannot. If you read, like, even his Avengers, first volume of Avengers, he should have a better hold on those people, like, those characters' voices, and for whatever reason, he just didn't. Mm-hmm. But when you read his scenes between Jane Foster and Falcon... hmm Those were pretty compelling, but those were also people like talking about Jane Foster's cancer, right? And dealing with a scene like that, like he's really good with that. But who the hell knows? Maybe they went to him and was like, "Look, we have to write some Ultron stuff. We have to write (laughs) some." You know, who knows? They they could have forced you know certain situations down his throat.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But he did write. The Jane Foster and Falcon, like whenever they had seen together, those were really neat and compelling.
1: But Mm -hmm. go on, Mark Wade. Mark Wade. So he's writing, and Mm -hmm. uh, the artist Chris Samney Ooh. So so the Daredevil Daredevil team. The Daredevil team.
2: Yes.
0: The
1: Daredevil team is doing Cap.
0: And didn't they do Black Widow too? Did they for a minute?
1: I could have swore Samney and Wade went over to Blackwood. I, th- I know Samney did. Was, is that who wrote it? I don't even know Mark Wade wrote it. I don't think I read that book. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I do like Samney, though. He's got yeah, he's that, got that, like... That sounds good. He's got that, like, old school... mm hmm Not quite Golden Age. Somewhere, like, between Golden Age and Silver Age. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, and it's, like, very flat and almost cartoony. I don't know. He I don't know.
0: weighed and Samney did go over to
1: Black Widow. Black Widow. Okay. Maybe I'll pick that up then.
0: I just looked it up. I have the first six issues. Now I... Yum, yum, yum.
1: So, of course, this is Legacy. So it kicks off with like a one-page intro to Captain America.
0: I didn't even know they do that. Do they do that for Legacy?
1: I don't know if they're doing it with every book, but they do it with this one.
0: Like, here's the history up till this point.
1: Yeah, but it's it's literally, like, four panels.
0: Ooh, I like that.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's like, Steve's a little puny boy, and there's a newspaper about World War II, and then you have a next panel where he took the super serum, and then you have mm. him fighting Nazis with Bucky, and then ship blows up, and he's in an iceberg. I like that. Okay, that's the first page. Second page, you have an awesome action sequence of Cap, like kneeing a dude in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so it's this group, Rampart ramp, rampant, rampart. I can't remember what it was, but it's this group of like neo Nazis, pretty much, uh, kind of like Serpent Society, I guess. Ooh, it was Serpent Society or was the Sons of the Serpent. It was Serpent Society, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's some sort. There's something like that, um, except no serpent stuff. Uh, but they're neo Nazis with like, like militant neo Nazis, right? With weapons. Are or you crap like
0: are that. you going to tell me the hate monger shows up?
1: No, the hate monger does not show up.
0: Darn it. Okay. Because the um, last time I saw him was in the David Liss uh, Black Panther. Ah. And it was. It was written well before our last, like, presidential election cycle. Yeah. But holy Christ, did it feel like it was written right during that cycle. (laughs) (laughs) And just to let you know, uh, on art, Franco Francovilla.
1: Ooh. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Highly
0: recommend it.
1: Gotta pick that up. Yeah. Um, All right, here we go. It is Rampart. So, Cap's fighting these dudes... And I guess they're... I, th- I believe they're in a school, right? These, this group has attacked the school. Um, and so Cap's protecting the kids. And uh, he comes upon this one girl. And she's like... He's like, there's some rules when you fight bad guys. Like, the one rule is you always protect people that need help. Um, and you always protect... Or you you protect whatever. I don't know. Something, like something about, like, weaker. But not like that. Like, that's not the wording that's used. Um, mm-hmm. So... There's a little boy, so he's really scared, so he, t- he tells the little girl, like, you need to protect him. And, he, and she's like, well, why do I need to protect him? And Cap's like, um, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I protect you. You're bigger and stronger than he is, so you protect him. And, uh, God dang it. So, <laughs> so uh, like, it's really, like, it's really well done. Like, it, 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 that,
0: is, that is what a parent would tell a child.
1: Sure, absolutely, but it's also like what, like a golden age hero would say. Yes, right. Like if, if this yeah. dude, I'm telling you, this is like if you're reading Cap in the 40s.
0: That sounds so fun.
1: Except updated. So anyway, so it, Cap beats the crap out of these dudes, and uh, then you find out that uh, this is not happening now. This Ooh. happened. This happened when he came out of the, the iceberg. The you know after he was thought wow. out um and you have like this whole thing where he like drapes the American flag on this little girl and like all the stuff um and you fast forward and, and Cap rides off on his bike you fast mm-hmm. forward 10 years and Cap's riding his bike through the countryside and comes up upon the same town and uh they've renamed the town to Captain America so now it's oh jeez it's Captain America Nebraska
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, and, you know, it's got... You remember how they used to have Cap on the uh, on the Marvel logo, like, in the corner? Mm-hmm. All right, so that's, like, the logo of the town. Wow. Okay? And uh, so he stops by the town, and they have an annual Captain America celebration uh, mm. to honor what happened 10 years ago when he saved this town from Rampart, this uh, neo-Nazi group. Dang. Um... And so everybody, like, they all cosplay as Cap. They have, like, games and cooking contests and whatever the hell else. You know, like, it's Nebraska. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Heartland of America. And uh, everyone thinks that he, like, he's cosplaying as an awesome Steve Rogers. They're like, you know, you look just like him, blah, blah. It's freaking awesome. Are you going to enter the cosplay contest? And Mm -hmm. uh, he sees one of these guys that looks like the Ramper guys. Um so as they're doing, they have people like going up and telling stories, giving speeches about their encounters with Cap. Um, and there's like a firefighter that's giving his story about how Cap saved them and like, you know, grabbed them of a burning building and like flew off with them. Um, like really touching. So Cap's watching all the stuff. And uh, that's wow. when that's when the Rampart guys get on stage and they're like, we're back, bitches, to be some fucking super Nazis. And uh, <sighs> luckily Cap's there because he's got intel that this group was going to hit this town again. And mm-hmm. uh, so, of course, he beats the crap out of them. He, uh, he brings his shield out and he takes a shirt. He does like a Superman, you know, and he's got the cap outfit underneath. Um, <laughs> and so he fights these guys and uh beats him pretty quickly within like you know a page and a half um and there's some people that come up to him and they're like oh my god like it's you it's it's captain america you're back and you saved us and he's like i'm not the only hero today and so he cuts like all these people helping each other um like this woman had jumped out in front of this guy as he was getting shot this black guy was getting shot by uh, the neo-nazi group And this woman had jumped out in front, and she was, like, uh, wrapping up his leg. And there was a guy who, like, saved this little kid from getting shot. And then you see the little girl that he saved ten years ago. Of course, she's Mm -hmm. grown up, but she's draped with the American flag again. Um, Except, of course, now much older. And she's like, you know, welcome back, Cap. And he gives a salute. And then you have a panel with him riding off on his bike, the end. And, uh... It was really fucking well done, dude.
0: Can I say, and I almost stopped you halfway through. I was really hoping when Rampart took that stage that she went up and beat those guys up. Mm. That's what I was real. I was hoping that it was going to go that way, and like, Arcway just introduced a
1: brand new Captain America. Mm-hmm. Well, like, this is this is not like uh... it's not a well. I guess it is a new Captain America. But, like, this is... Dude, I really loved it because this is the Cap that I read 35 years ago. That you know you what i remember. Or 30 yeah. years ago. Um, sure. The, the first comic book I ever picked up was not Batman, contrary to popular belief. It was, it was Captain America. Uh, Ooh. Avengers what was, was the cover? I don't remember. I don't even remember the issue number. Oh. Um, it was Cap, and then I picked up Avengers because of that. And then, of course, I found Batman. Um, mm. but uh, yeah, Cap was the first comic book I ever read, and uh, I love. Maybe it. it was a
0: Mark. Maybe it was a Mark Wade Cap back it, in it, the day.
1: It could have been. It could have been. Yeah. But there's just something so like just really nice about this, you know? But like mm-hmm. all the negative shit that happens in the real world, like that stuff is tackled yeah. here, but mm-hmm. like in a nice, like rainbow unicorn way, kind of like what we do with this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was uh when, it was really when nice. Wade
0: was doing cuz I just reread last year a uh, Wade it was almost like an epic collection. It might have been an epic collection. Mm. Um but just rereading his cap it wasn't even the entire run but reading a huge chunk of it. It's exactly that feeling. Mm-hmm. It was all very positive and it certainly was a little Sappy for America, but still, like in today's environment, it's sort of nice to read that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I mean, it it really boils it down to what Captain America is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what
0: a hero is.
1: Yeah, and what a hero really is. Exactly, exactly. And there there was none of the stuff that. I feel has kind of bogged down a lot of superhero comics for, I don't know, at least 10 years, I would say Mm -hmm. where like everything has to be so dark and like always bad shit happening to people. Yeah. And like, you know, everything's just bad, 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 bad. Um, And I guess it's maybe a reaction to our current climate, but, uh, could it
0: be a, could it be a reaction to, uh, secret empires?
1: Oh, it definitely is that.
0: Because I mean, everything that I've read and read about, it seems like Cap is going through like a moment of crisis. Sure. Which I think's neat, and I like. I, I I would like to read about that, like doubt creeping into you know his universe. I think that's neat. But when push comes to shove, I want. How you described a Captain America comic? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to read.
1: Yeah, he's the all-American That's, hero.
0: Yeah, it's just like uh, when they were trying to like push Captain America for president. I, it's like oh, no, God. I don't yeah.
1: really need to read. Like no, 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 no. Just make it fucking fun, dude. Yeah, um, and and you know, on the DC side, it works the same way, right? a Superman would be kind of the equivalent to that right superman's mm-hmm. the all-american boy even though he's an alien um, but that's why superman works now and it hadn't worked for quite a while because now superman is tackling real issues but it's it's presentable and a little more lighthearted because he has a family right mm-hmm. he's with lois and they have a son together um, and so there's a lot more that goes with that than just being superman and fighting whatever doomsday we'll just say that Okay. Mm-hmm. Um that that sure that needs to happen sometimes. But it doesn't always need to be that kind of stuff, you know. And uh, I actually I, really it, I
0: actually I actually prefer when it comes to Superman uh now that I've gotten more and more into him, mm-hmm. I prefer the Superman post Morrison writing Superman. Yeah, right. Um and I don't like him going up against somebody that his, that is his equal. Yeah. I, I, I like to think of Superman being the strongest one in the room, but knowing that he could still kill anyone at any time if he just accidentally uses a fraction too much of his power. Mm-hmm. And I think that is fascinating.
1: So you mean like uh irredeemable? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, speaking of Mark Wade. Yes. Yeah, since we're
1: talking about Mark Wade, wasn't that right? Mhm. Mhm. God, that's so good. I'm gonna, I'm about yeah. to start rereading that because they're oh, all. Uh, good for you. Yeah, they're all on Comicsology Unlimited. So.
0: Yeah, that's really. That that's a good reread. I think I've read that times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that goes places.
1: So this is we're on the lighthearted beat. Before I get to dour and grim. Uh oh. Uh The Jetsons came out this past week. Yeah. And it was also fucking awesome. That's
0: great. Who who wrote and drew
1: it? Uh Palmiotti's writing it. Oh. Not with Amanda Connor.
0: Oh, even better. Yes. Okay.
1: Just Palmiotti. Uh the artist is uh-huh. Pierre Brito. I'm not sure who that is. Hmm. Huh. Um It's uh it's I mean it's cartoony, but not like you know, it looks kind of like the other Hanna Barbera books, a little bit. It is the Jetsons. It is the Jetsons. Uh, I don't want that to be dour and dark. Oh, sure. Well, well, Nick. Hmm. It's not dour and dark, but there's some dark shit in here. Hmm. Uh, because, uh, there is. So, so, this is in the future, of course. Global warming has melted all the icebergs, Ooh. so everything's pretty much underwater. Jeez. Okay. Um And then there was an asteroid that hit Earth that was mostly ice, and whatever was left above water uh, kind of became underwater because <laughs> of all the, uh, the, the the water that melted when this asteroid hit. Uh, But there was, like, some kind of weird metal core inside the thing, and it's somewhere under the ground, under under the ocean. Um, Of course, you get to meet everybody, and uh, George is still, like, you know, the cool kind of dumb engineer uh, (laughs) that does whatever's needed. Um, Mm -hmm. Elroy is kind of, uh, both the kids are a little bit older, it seems, especially Elroy. Elroy seems like he's probably in his teens. Um, okay. Not just a little kid, but he goes he goes underwater uh, with his friend slash girlfriend um, to get some. Uh, I, it was actually pretty interesting going with all the discussions we've had about digital and physical comics. But he mm. he goes underwater to um, get it's like a, a big tube with art. Hmm. And she kind of makes fun of him. She's like, why do you want this thing? It's like, we have a digital copy up, you know, in our base or whatever, in our city. And he's like, there's just something about paper. Oh, you know? And I thought it was just, it was hilarious uh, to go That's with true. our, with our comic discussion. Um, there's not a whole lot of Judy in here. And then Jane is like the lead scientist for like the civilization, pretty much. Um, and she's up in the space station because there's another asteroid that's coming towards Earth um, that's very similar to the one that hit like a hundred years ago, or whatever. And uh, it, it's it's very lighthearted. hearted does a really good job at that all the time, but it does deal with a lot of current issues uh, mm-hmm. in a futuristic way, so it kind of separates it. Um... But it was it was really interesting. It was really well done. Um, everybody like lives in like orbiting space stations, pretty much. And uh, I can't
0: believe you haven't brought up my favorite character.
1: Oh, are you talking about Rosie? Yeah, right, I'm gonna get to Rosie in a second. Okay, good. As long as as long as Jimmy didn't. No, oh, trust me, Jimmy did not forget. Excellent. Because there's some interesting stuff with Rosie. Um. But so, so, uh, yeah, so Jane is doing this conference with all the scientists because they need to figure out, like, how to move all the stations out of orbit or orbit them somewhere else, uh, before this other asteroid hits. Um, because it'll either, like, throw them out of orbit or just, like, destroy them completely. Um so like I said there's dark shit going on in the background but it's told yeah, in, this a, in a lifehearted went right places Oh it went places and speaking of going yeah. places spoiler alert Rosie I had to ask my wife about this cuz I was reading this comic and I was like did this happen in the in the cartoon she's like no I don't remember that So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you will remember this but I'm pretty sure this is not a thing cuz I don't think they were even thinking about this when the Jetsons came out Um So, yes, Rosie is still the maid, the robot maid. Mm -hmm. However, there's a twist. Are you ready for this twist? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So Rosie is smarter than the average robot. Okay. Because Rosie... Well, uh, she's
0: smarter than George, for sure.
1: Well, by far. But there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that here. And the reason is that Rosie is George's mom. What? All right, so are let, you
0: serious? So That's let me, really neat.
1: So, so let me explain. So she's not really the maid; she's more like a living nanny, per se. Um, okay. So she does like house chores and like gets the kids up to take the shower. Like, especially with Elroy, they, there was a funny bit about that. Um, but. George's mom, from what I understand, got really sick, and before they put, pulled the plug on her, she had her, uh, like, brain image downloaded into Rosie. Oh! And so, Rosie has, like, the personality and the memories of George's mom, but she's not George's mom. So she's like a super AI, but really the AI is because she is has a human brain, I guess you would say. A human mind inside her. So I thought that hey was buddy. really interesting. Hey, buddy. Yes?
0: I so wish that that could actually be a reality.
1: Oh, I'm with you, bro.
0: Like, I've lost quite a few people in the last, like, month, month and a half. Yes, you have. But just, honest to God, just yesterday, uh, my wife got a phone call from her mom. And her mom always calls her darling. And she's, like, off the boat from Great Britain. Sure. So it has a very, like, cute British lilt to it. Mm-hmm. And she just asks, you know, the same five questions every day to her. But she always calls her darling and Liz hung up and, you know, she's, she's been saying for like six, like how much she like, so appreciates hearing that every day. Mm -hmm. And yesterday she was, she was like, I wish I could just record our conversations just Mm -hmm. for God forbid the day that she isn't there, that I could just listen back to her voice saying that.
1: Oh, like that black mirror episode. Wait, did you I've never, had, watched you've Black never seen it, damn it. No. You should watch that episode.
0: Uh get me the title of it. I, I will. And if it's not too violent, I'll my wife and I'll watch
1: it. It's so. not too violent. There is okay. there is murder, but it's not uh not violent.
0: It's not torture and or exploitive, then no. it should be okay. No. Um but she she said, you know, she would love to and I'm like, well, next time she we know she's gonna call i can record you know i'll hit record on my phone so at least then we'll have that you know conversation recorded sure and you know we can always save it somewhere because like her father passed away like eight eight years ago five years ago ten years ago Mm -hmm. I, i can't remember it all sort of blurs um But before he passed away, he gave her this like teddy bear that you hit its paw and you can record a message Mm -hmm. and then you can play it back. Well, the batteries, of course, you know, 10 years later, the batteries died. And we never really looked into like trying to replace that battery. But even Liz was like, I wish I would have the phone I had 10 years ago that I have today
2: Mm.
0: because I could just record it and never like she's like. That was the last words my dad like I had recorded from him. I wish I could have that back. So I, you know, so I wouldn't lose it.
2: Right,
1: right. right. So it's
0: so bizarre that you're saying, you know, Palmiotti did the same damn thing in in a Jetsons comic book. All
1: right, so I, I've got an episode title for you. Ooh, good. Uh, so okay. black. Sorry, I don't know that. Yes, I know that. That's why I'm not asking oh, you. off, go away. Quit ruining this We're
0: podcast. She came through really clear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so season one, episode three, it's the entire history of you.
2: Ooh, okay.
1: Okay, so that's kind of what we're just discussing, except maybe on the darker side. Okay. Um, And then season three, episode four, San Junipero, is the more lighthearted side of that.
0: Episode four?
1: Yeah, season three, episode four. Okay,
0: great. Thanks. Yeah, check those yeah, two I
1: will,
0: out. Yeah, I've, it's so bizarre that you're bringing this up. Like, it gave me goose chills, just
1: like you go, you talking about it. Well, but the thing is, right, like, some of these things... That's why I like... Dude, alright. So, you know I'm not a big fan of the, the current Harley <laughs> Quinn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's, like, common knowledge. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the way... Paul Mianna and Connor do it, I, I understand why people enjoy it, right? That's just oh, not a sure. thing for me. But in general, I really enjoy pretty much everything that they do, whether together or separate. You know what I'm saying? Um, They're both really, really talented. And
0: I'll totally back you up on that. Like, re- What was it? Real... Or sorry, Weird War Tales oh, that he did? Oh, yes. That was fantastic, and I knew reading the first issue and I mean I read it right when it came out because I don't for for whatever reason like he drove me to uh, well writing war tales drove me to my comic book store I had to buy that I had to support that right 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 Um, and not to mention his long run on uh, oh what was it I'm blanking oh Jonah Hex
1: oh Uh, I forgot he did that
0: yeah, wow. And that was a long run. Yeah, I mean, considering people are like, the Westerns are over. Romance is over. You know, like, all these, like, genres that are just, quote-unquote, dead. Mm-hmm. War comics, they're over. He wrote, I mean, that was a Western comic book that came, like, how many issues? Like, that was an impressive run. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Let me let me just say, like I think all the Hanna Barbera books have been really good. I uh, mm-hmm. I really love this book.
0: Is would you put this
1: in the top three? Hanna Barbera? Oh, for sure. Okay, for sure. Because um, I know you
0: like the Batman Elmer Fudd.
1: Yes. Well, that was a one shot though. I'm talking about like but still. Yeah. What were they doing? Like Wacky Raceland. The The Flintstones is really good. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But it's very if you don't want to read about social issues like you should avoid the Flintstones <laughs> okay because like it's pretty much like today's like everything that we go through today politically and socially and all that stuff just put in the Flintstones era
0: I would read that
1: yeah but uh it,
0: once, once all that goes on sale I will be buying every issue of that
2: yeah
1: uh yeah. We'll we'll see how this book ends up going, but the way that it's going now, I, I would probably put it at my top of the Hanna-Barbera books um, because it's more at my alley. Like like I'm a sci-fi guy, you know what I'm saying? Is so, it a
0: is it a mini series? Uh, yeah, yeah, six open-ended. issues, six issues, I think. Okay. Oh, great.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So well worth picking up the Jetsons. I love it. I Get love it. that we're talking
0: about the Jetsons.
1: Get it? I know. I'm surprised. And I'm surprised. I loved it so much. Yeah, because I mean I haven't seen the Jetsons since I was like I don't know six or seven, <laughs> you know. Um, all right, so then I got I got two more picks. Keep them coming. Th- this one's super quick. Uh, I, matter of fact, I just read it before we were recording. The Great daggers Union. This is an I... Im- it's an image book. Okay, it's uh, Wes Craig. He is oh. he is writing the book. And he draws the first five pages. He's um, the
0: one from uh, the Remender book. Yes. Different class. Deadly Different class. Deadly class. Yeah. Yes,
1: he is the artist for Deadly Class. He's doing this. I, I'm assuming it's a mini with image. You never know. Um, give
0: me the give me the elevator pitch on this.
1: Well, that's the problem. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. So he he's writing the book. He did the first five pages, which were super creepy and super awesome. Mm. Um, and then the rest of the book is Toby Cypress, who was the artist in Omega Men. Ooh. The the one that, like the, that the one that Tom King wrote.
0: Yeah, I like that art.
1: Yeah. Um, awesome. It's uh, it's much looser here. Okay. But uh, but similar. And the colors is Nico Guardia. I'm not sure who that is. Okay, but it's an image book. Here's the thing about this book. I'm gonna very briefly talk about it. Um, the the quick pitch Nick is um, it's like a cross between BPRD and Black Magic.
0: That's one hell of a pitch.
1: The problem is the execution is not between BPRD and Black Magic. Oh. Uh but I really dug it the second half. Mm. The first half, like there's there's no dialogue for the first uh like nine or ten pages. Huh. It's it's oversized, it's like thirty two pages I wanna say. Okay. Um it's an oversized book. So like the first third, there's no words. And this, like, weird stuff with, like, monkeys carrying around these sacks. And there's, like, this weird, like, Cthulhu eye monster in the background. And the monkeys, like, beating each other up. But there's, like, slaves to this Cthulhu monster thing carrying sacks. I don't know. I don't know. I I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know what the hell happened in the first 10 pages. My hope is that the book is more like the last the last 10 pages uh, where you actually uh, get to find out what the hell's happening. Because then you you cut to like all this end of the world stuff. Like there's ghost storms. Like hurricanes but made out of ghosts. Uh, I like that. And there's like Zombies attacking malls and like tanks blowing up zombies um, and there's like vampires attacking uh militias in the uh in the Amazon i don't know weird stuff there's a lot of weird shit going on in this world I like some of this stuff and and none of it is explained, but then you get to meet. Once you actually meet the Gravedigger's Union, the book becomes more cohesive, and that's when I really started to enjoy it. But again, that was the last third of the book. Um, and that's where it's kind of a little bit more like DPRD. Um, in some ways, I would even say maybe like Gotham Central, where like oh. this is kind of like a police department, oh. right? But it's like, it's also very political, So, these guys go out and, like, kill zombies and, you know, whatever, like, fight monsters. Um, Like, one of the issues is there's a... At at the cemetery, all the dead are rising every night. And so, the Gravediggers Union goes out to fight the zombies, kill all of them. But then the next day, like, they all come back to life. So, like, this is happening constantly. Um, And so, you get to learn a little bit about the bureaucracy of the Gravediggers Union um, and of course, like they just say everything's under control. Like there's nothing wrong. Um, the guy that leads it used to be like, uh, an officer. So he would go out and fight these weird things that happen in this world. Um, and then got promoted. Um, but like the team just kind of makes fun of them. They're like, we all threw a party when you got promoted. Cause, uh, then we were saving lives. Like we were saving our own lives cause you were a shitty uh, grape digger or whatever, <laughs> um, like there's so some
0: typical of office politics.
1: Typical office politics, except with weird monster shit. But uh, like I said, the last third of the book is is well done. There's like all these rules and regulations. So like this team wants to know what the hell's happening. So they want to go to this witch because she would know what the hell's going on. But one of the rules is that the grave diggers and can not get any information from witches under any circumstance. Um, so they're like going against this thing and like, we don't know why that is. Um, but the witches have like a mutual fund. Um, or what is it called? Like something, something financial services, but it's like, they're all witches. And so like they give financial advice to like banks and companies on what to invest and stuff like that. I guess because maybe they're partly psychic. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know, Nick. Like, there's a lot of potential in this book, but I, it just felt like most of the issue was kind of wasted. Um, and I understand, like, a first issue you want to do some setup, but the setup here just didn't make any sense to anything. So,
0: my my issue with that would be, at least how you're describing it. Wes Craig draws the first nine pages or whatever but yet those are the pages that there is no dialogue even though he's writing right sure like it it, it's that's some weird world building or to me it almost sounds like it's rushed like I don't mind when things aren't explained in the first issue that's okay Mm -hmm. you don't have to explain all the rules Like, Mignola was really good at not explaining all the rules.
1: Yeah, right, right. right, And it was fine. It was fine. Well, and I I wonder if he's, like, trying to channel some Remender in here, too, you know? Because Remender does that a little bit with uh, black science, also. But in black science, it works. Um, And I don't know if it's because, like, I've been reading black science for a long time, so I understand, like, the rules of that world, and this is brand new and I don't understand them. But uh like I said we'll see. Like this right now I think this book has a lot of potential. This could be freaking awesome. I just don't know yet because of the execution of the first issue, you know? Like I said, I love the the last like 10 pages. And I hope it's a lot more of that. But uh how
0: is, how we'll is see. the art considering it's an artist that you're not familiar with?
1: I'm familiar with the artist, what do you mean? Oh, I didn't think you were. Oh yeah. Oh okay. No, I love the art style.
0: Oh okay. It's uh I I I don't recognize the name. That's why. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's really loose. Um like I said, a lot looser than what I've seen him do before. But mm. uh I think it works. The faces are ugly. Really mm. ugly. Uh, but not always. Like some and I think it's done on purpose, you know. Hm. So uh, I don't know. I'll uh, I'll take a couple screenshots and I'll I'll send them to you so you can take a look. Uh, actually you know I'm sure you can go to Comixology and look at the preview pages too
0: I'll do that as well
1: wait no never mind because then you'll see the uh, the West Craig pages at the beginning that make no sense okay alright the last book I want to talk about yes Um, because I so I had read this book and then our friend Michael Myers was asking about it last night and I didn't want to spoil anything that had happened so I kind of threw out this like random tweet And I was like, ah, what happened to this book? So I went and I looked it up, and issue five had come out, and I forgot that I had it, so I went and I read it, and uh, it's really good. So, the last issue of the book comes out the last week of this month. So I'm going to recommend that everyone get caught up on this book, if you're not reading it, before issue six comes out. Okay. And I know that Ronnie reads it, because he and I have talked about this book and it's uh it's an action lab book it's called medicine M E D I S I N okay i'm going to i'm going to give you the quick pitch of this book yes please in this world there are superheroes and there are supervillains and it just so happens that the supervillains all work for one main bad guy and he provides them with fantastic health care and so this book is about a group of doctors that uh, take care of supervillains are you following me so far
0: that's interesting
1: so uh, the best comparison that I can give you is probably something like damage control do you remember that yeah. Uh what was the other one that was kind of like damage control? Ah shit. Cuz Marvel had one and DC had one. Right, right. And I can't remember. But it it's it's something like that. Um except a lot of times they're in the action. Right? Cuz like oh. the the team, the superheroes will be fighting supervillains and like the they're called medics. Uh which by the way, Great backronym. So for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, a backronym is when you make up an acronym uh, to go with something. Listen, medic is already a word. And everyone knows what a medic is. But in this world, a medic is a mobile emergency doctor intervention crew. Nice. So, great backronym. Um, yeah. And uh, so they're like in the middle of the action. So like as villains are getting like their arms chopped off or like their eyes shot out or whatever. Like they're there on the field at like, you would be in a war, right? Like in wars, they have medics mm-hmm. and neither side is allowed to hurt the medics. They're just there to help. And that's, that's, really neat. that's what this group is. Um, except like I said, they work for a supervillain. So their, their salaries are paid for by this villain. Um, and uh they all have like really messed up backgrounds. So like one yeah. one lady is Chinese and she's working at a hospital uh as uh like an OBGYN, I guess. Or maybe not an OBG. Uh what are they called the people that actually deliver the babies? Ooh. Anyways, whatever that's called. That like that's what she is. Um okay. And there's this whole sad story about how she got involved with the medics and it has to do with her delivering a baby for this like weird baby trafficking ring. Um, There's a guy, the main guy, his grandfather used to be a supervillain. He was called the quick thinker. And uh, as you can imagine, his superpower is that he was really a fast thinker. (laughs) <laughs> um, but of course it's, it's a lot more complicated than that. And as you go through the story, you find out that, um, that power is called the first power and this is whole like weird mythological aspect to it. That's like related to the history of doctors. Um, hmm. and like, it explains magic as like, so there was a group of doctors. The, the first doctor Galen, um, had the first power. And like he believed in helping people and healing people and things like that. So um, he had like a secret society and like they invented medicine um, and all this kind of stuff. And then off of that, there was an off-root group that believed in helping people, um, but to make humanity as best as they could be. And that became like the magic society. So they believed in healing before people needed healing. Um, not after they needed healing, and yeah. that group like started like eugenics and like genetic experimentation and things like that. Um, so some really weird, interesting stuff on there. Um, we get to learn about a lot about him. Uh, there's a, a doctor who his wife was killed by a superhero, uh, but not, not on purpose. So the superhero is fighting this villain, and the villain could control animals and he had these ant- these birds attacking the superhero and the superhero shot like energy blasts at the birds to burn him up and his wife was caught in the blast of the beams mm. and after that like he just kind of became a drunk and he was a surgeon like his patients were dying so he got this uh not the sparred, or whatever they call it for doctors um Anyway, there, there's a whole, there's one guy who's like a womanizer. He he bangs like all the supervillains as they're getting <laughs> healed. And one of them is this cat lady, um, and she's pregnant with his kid. Um, <laughs> like there, there's very there's a lot of innuendo, but very little actually seeing sex. Matter of fact, there's one panel with boobs in it, and that's it. In in the five <laughs> issues, um, and who puts this out? Action Lab, Danger Zone. Action Lab, Anch- Action Lab Danger it. Zone. Because it's different than Action Lab, and gotcha. uh, I don't, I don't know the, the guys. Jeff Dyer and Mark McKeon are the writers, and then David Braham is the the artist. Uh, like I said, five issues now. The sixth one's coming out at the end of the month. It is the coolest shit I've read in a while. Like I love reading some indie books. So right now, my two favorite indies are this and Heavenly Blues um Mm. just because they're so weird enough beat um but there's so much i like about this um the fact that you're in the superhero world but you're not dealing with the superheroes i really enjoy um the complexity of the characters is really interesting the complexity of the backstory of how everything is related is really interesting um, and you don 't really get any of that till like issue four and then into five uh, mm. the uh the superheroes and villains I just love because they they 're so goofy and kooky like they're they 're very much like golden age stuff
2: mm.
1: right like the guy that thinks fast his name is quick thinker right um mm-hmm. like and they 're all like that they 're all like that and there's like You know what? I, go ahead. Your your description of it. Yeah. You know what it
0: reminds me of. What's that? And maybe this is just like a, me reading into it or your you how you're describing it. But it reminds me totally of why I love Astro City.
1: Oh, it's a lot like that. Yeah, I can
0: see that. Like just so like original characters that you've never seen in comics or a character that that was developed and now we're gonna give you the arch nemesis for a while.
1: Well, and the cool thing is that like Astro City, even even when you first meet a character, you automatically get a sense of like this deep rich history, right?
0: Yeah. Their their place in that universe. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like you automatically know. Which I love. Yeah.
0: And it, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know if it was a Kurt Busiek or uh, Brent Anderson, but I always there, there was a point when Astro City hit. I was like coming off of you know the bad '90s. Mm-hmm. Well, not bad, but just uh, everything in abundance, and I I just kept thinking and falling more in love with Golden Age characters and. Looking at all of those costumes, which at the at that time was new to me, because I didn't read a lot of Golden Age, mm-hmm. it wasn't readily available. That I had had this idea that yes, Scarlet Witch can get a costume redo, Spider Man can get a costume redo, but it's never any it's still there's still a Spider Man on, on the chest.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there's still spiders somewhere on him. And when Astro City came out, it's like, I just never expected like a costume superhero, supervillain to have a really unique point of view regarding their costume.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, and it sounds like the, what you're describing is exactly that. Like they're creating a universe with costumes that like totally fit into that universe and make sense. Yep. Which I'm I'm digging. I'm liking what you're saying.
1: They don't tell you it's great. You can get a, uh, you can get the first three issues as, as a volume one on Comixology mm-hmm. for like four bucks, I think. Ooh. Um the single issues are at buck ninety nine. And uh All right. yeah, it's good stuff, man. I might highly, have to pick up volume recommend. one right now. Yeah, highly recommend it.
0: I don't like the way our tables are turning. Now I am
1: <laughs> buying
0: stuff. I don't like it. I don't uh, like it at all. I don't okay. like what you're doing.
1: We have we have other people buy stuff. Did you hear the latest uh absolute DC? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That was fantastic. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I highly recommend medicine. Medicine. Yeah. S I N though. I will look for that. Yeah. Really, I will really look for now. that right now. So Really good. You got anything else for me, Nick? You want to answer these questions real quick and then we can wrap it up? I uh, should be sure, hold off on answer. the question? All right. Nick, what has been a book you've read recently that's punched you right in the feels? It was that good. Ooh.
0: Uh, one that did it for me was that uh, the last one was probably Batman Shadow. Oh, really? And, and it was so, and I can only, I'm only talking about one little moment from that entire issue, but it was the first page. Mm-hmm. With Bruce Wayne going and visiting, who was it? Ducart,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, the it was only two, two or three panels, and the very last panel is an image of Bruce. Um, and I think the last sentence was, "And I mean, Bruce Wayne, you know, uh, the <laughs> the best detective in in comics." Sure, and. He says something to the to the effect of, um, "I finally I finally found a mystery that I can't solve," mm. and I was like, "Wow, that's such a great like first page, first issue cliffhanger! Mm-hmm. I have to turn or yeah. That I almost went onto Twitter and wrote to Snyder at, or Orlando and asked them like, "Who wrote that page?" <laughs> <laughs> like. That was just a perfect letting you know what that comic, what that, what that mini series is going to be. Nice,
1: yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, as you mentioned, Snyder, rumor has it that Snyder's going to be doing a a, a Zatanna book. Mm. Either That's... that, either that, or uh Justice League Dark.
0: Either one of them would probably be good for him.
1: I would love a Zaytana book. That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, so would I. I enjoyed the, what was it, Matt Wagner's mm-hmm. Zaytana way back in the day. Yeah.
1: Before the, uh, the the swimsuit Zaytana? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, all right. With the recent outbreak of Legionnaire's disease, I didn't even know that was happening. Will you petition uh, to have the disease renamed so as not to be confused with the show? No. Uh, Listen, there's yeah. no such thing as bad publicity.
0: I wrote back to Aaron and told him um that it seems perfect for the out of control roller coaster that <laughs> is the show. Uh
1: yes. Listen, it's terrible if people are dying from Legionnaires disease, but uh what can I tell you? As long as it as long is. as they mention this podcast on uh on CNN, then uh, you know. No such thing as bad I... publicity.
0: I ride rainbow unicorns every day. Of course. I, I, it's, it's fun to enjoy fantasy. It's fun to laugh at life and love life. Of course. But it's pretty effing scary that we're like, some would say the number one nation in the world. And yet how many kids are like hungry at school? How many people are hungry on the street? Like That's sort of crazy.
1: Well, listen, I mean, we can't be the number one nation in the world because we're not a nation of samurai.
0: Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) I'll happily join that world. I mean, if we were a nation of samurai, then we'd be number one. Mm, mm, mm. Agreed. Mm. Cool. I think it's time to, uh, to wrap up, Nick. Oh, that's it? What do you mean that's it? With the questions. Oh, yeah, that's it. All right, I don't check email anymore, so I couldn't even tell you.
0: <laughs> there okay. might be
1: something in email. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, let's they see. They know where to reach us. They know where to reach us. post show. Sure. Uh, just a, a programming note, Nick. Uh, the we are investing our millions of advertising dollars on on some new infrastructure. Uh, you don't need to do and anything. Bitcoins. Yes, in Bitcoins. So mm-hmm. uh, if you if you wake up one day and episodes that you already listen to show up on your iTunes or whatever else again, it's fine. It's normal. You don't need to tell me about it.
0: Okay, so I don't have to write to you and complain?
1: No, you don't. But I will tell you <laughs> that will be happening probably the next week or so. Okay.
0: wait uh, And I like that you do this every while well, just to pump up our download numbers, it's <laughs> real smart.
1: Smart. Well, uh, yes, we're we're going to be hosting all our own stuff from now on. We're not going to be using a third party, and I can talk about that next time, and uh...
0: or we can just say sorry, convenience, but guess what? You get what you paid for. Sure, sure. Just like how David Letterman used to always say.
1: <laughs> well, it, like you get, it, like it makes, how much did this show cost you Zero. yes exactly so well, well, we apologize
0: for the inconvenience but guess what sometimes we have to do back end stuff that, it you that stinks for you but guess what <laughs> we we still have to pay to maintain nerdy legion network and Well,
1: and, and, and we're going to get to introduce our new sponsor Ooh. that's making all this possible Crabby panties? Krabby panties? How'd you know? Well, we have it on our show notes. Why wouldn't I know? We'll talk about that next time. Okay. Anyways, Nick, oh. you are at Nick Wetmore. Hello. Be sure to send Nick birthday wishes. He turned twenty-one today. Bow. Oh. He's having his first beer. <laughs> it's it's true. True story. Mm-hmm. I'm at Geekvine together. And with some other people, we're at Nerd Legion, and uh, hello at nerdlegion.com is the email address. Head over to the website and check out all the other shows. Nick, there's a new show coming. Ooh! I can't talk about it yet. I've been what? told. I've been told not to talk about it. But that I, be- such- I believe, I believe, there's already been like two or three episodes recorded. Oh! Because this person. I- listens to me when I talk. And so he is recording multiple episodes ahead of time so he doesn't fall behind.
0: So you can't announce who hosts
1: the show? I'm not going to announce who hosts it. It is, But it is somebody that is not currently doing a podcast.
0: What?
1: At least not in front of the mic.
0: Oh my gosh. Did we finally get a hold of Sean Penn?
1: We did. Sean Penn... We'll be doing our oh. new podcast.
0: Oh my gosh, so good. And He's uh, finally, finally going to be talking about his uh, tin train that's systems right. that you, he
1: sets up? Okay, You got it.
0: It's he, very specialized, but it should be a good podcast.
1: He's going to be talking about the good old days when he was married to Robin Wright Penn. No longer Robin mm. Wright Penn. Mm. God, she looks so much better now than she did back in the day.
2: Ooh-wee. I know.
0: Yikes. I know.
1: Talk about a fine wine.
0: Yeah, when you drop that two hundred pound sack, guess what? It's a <laughs> life.
1: Anyways, that's it. We're out. Tickle, tickle. <clears throat>